Welcome, lovers, to another episode of Oso oh Smitten the Wedding Podcast. If you're in your bride era, then this podcast needs to be your new obsession. Today, I had the chance to chat with Brooke, who is your queen of the first dance. This is a tradition that I personally adore. So when I came across Brooke, I knew I needed to have her on the podcast to share with you all about how to embrace this moment within your day and also how to change it up. Whether that be on the run sheet, the style of dance, or I mean, I am always here for a choreographed moment. With a background in dance and in the industry as a wedding coordinator, she is the perfect addition you need for your day to not only ensure you pull out all the stops for your first dance, but also to remain intentional as it is one of the moments within your day that is just for the two of you. This episode will be so valuable if you're still indecisive about whether to have a first dance or just can't stop thinking about how it will play out on the evening. There is also an unexpected sweet, sweet surprise in this episode. So let's just get straight into it. Welcome, Brooke. It is such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today to chat about your first dance moment. So thank you so much for taking the time. Hello. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. I know this is the hardest question, but just what you do, try and sum yourself up in a moment. So I teach first dance lessons. Yeah. Um, so I've obviously got a bit of a dancer background. I've been dancing my whole life. I've trained professionally. Um, I've worked professionally. So I lived overseas in Paris for uh, just over a year. Um, and I was actually working at Disneyland over there as a, a dancer and a character. Um, so yeah, trained professionally. And then I came home and I was like, I need something to do. What should I do with myself? Um, and that's where this sort of, you know, idea of teaching first dance lessons came to light um through my father-in-law actually it was his idea um and yeah I guess it's just sort of sort of grown from there I love it because I I love teaching and I've taught for a really long time and it's just really nice to yeah to be able to put that into something else something that I'm I'm very passionate about wow that is so incredible and I guess for couples who are choosing you to help them create that first dance moment Mm. that's probably just such a beautiful thing to hear that you have all this experience um and how incredible to have done all of those things yeah yeah look I'm very lucky I was very lucky to get the job and you know and do the things that I have done so far with my life so yeah you know just onwards and upwards oh my gosh (laughs) I wish we could just spend all of our time talking about everything that you have done but what we are here for today is yes talking about your first dance moment which is a tradition that I love and I I really hope that people choose to keep having it as a part of their day because it is such a beautiful moment. It's one of those moments where you two, you and your person, like as a couple, are coming together just one of the many times throughout your day or evening. And it is such a beautiful moment for you to just share and kind of just block everyone else out. It is. It's one of the only moments of the day where it is just the two of you. Like a lot of your day yeah. is talking to other people and, and acting as the hosts for the day. But this is one moment where it really is just the two of you. You can have any conversation you want. You are purely alone kind yes. of with yeah. lots of people around. Well, you just have to pretend that you're alone. You really yeah. just have to forget that everyone else is around. And I love because I've spoken with other guests on the podcast before and they've mentioned how you really need to schedule in moments you for your day to be together. Whereas yeah. this is just one of those moments that are already almost scheduled for you because everyone's is waiting for that moment. So special. And yet yeah, I'm sure those who have been married just resonate with that so much. It yeah. is just that grounding point where you do come together and you're like, 
like, oh my gosh, we're married. We've yeah. done this. I'm, <laughs> I'm so don't want to do this dance right now. Do you find couples find it obviously quite overwhelming, oh. the thought of it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what I get the most is couples coming to me being like, we're so nervous. Like we yeah. are so nervous, which I totally understand. Like, you know, even for me as a, a trained professional, I personally would much rather get up in front of thousands of people like doing a Disney parade than dance in front of a hundred of my closest friends. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to do that either. Yeah. So I totally get where they're coming from. And that's why I love being able to, you know, give these couples the tools and the knowledge to just know how to look and feel comfortable on the floor. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily about having a fully choreographed routine, but just to like give them the knowledge to be like, this is how you feel comfortable. This is how you hold each other. This is yeah. how your knees have to be. This is how we sway, you know, things like that. So just like little things to give yes. them that, that, that confidence to be able to go, actually, I'm all right to get out yeah. there in front of a hundred people and just yeah block them out and do what we've been taught to do. And that is, that's probably the key word is how to feel like confident and comfortable with each other, because yeah. obviously, you know, you love each other. You've yeah. just married <laughs> each other. And, um, but it is, it's about learning how to kind of be together as one and move throughout a space. Yeah. Like it is quite difficult. It is very difficult. Like if you're not trained or you haven't danced before, it's a completely different way of being, you know, it's a different way of being with each other. You know, it can be such an intimate moment, but you do need to know how to do it <laughs> properly and how to yeah. do it comfortably. It's not like you're just like hugging, you know, it feels yeah. different to that. So, And I would have to agree that I'm very similar in a sense that if I get booked for a day as a celebrant, like 150 people, fine. If I don't know anyone, amazing. Whatever. <laughs> as soon as I do it for my close family and friends, like I recently officiated a wedding for one of my dearest friends who I went to school with, 16 people. Yeah. Hardest wow. ceremony I've done. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about the amount of people, it's the feelings that are involved. And yeah. of course, there's all of those really heartfelt, sentimental moments for every couple. Yeah. Um, but when you know majority of the guests, it hits a different chord, definitely. And that really definitely does. is the same for those, as you say, on the dance floor doing your first dance. I can imagine my heart would just be pumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that there's always one couple who is always, you know, just convincing the other one. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I think what I sort of get the most is I get people coming, like brides coming to me being like, yeah, I'm really interested. Love the prices. Love what you do. Yeah. Give me a few moments to convince my fiance. <laughs> And I have to be like, I will get on the phone if yes. you need me to convince them. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. And I love that you have a range of like videos. What is so beautiful? You have videos of couples who are beginning the process and they're in that really draft moment yep. or that practice stage. Yeah. And then you're able to see them like, you know, on their wedding night, which is really incredible. Yes. Yeah, it is. And I, I wish that I was there for all of the weddings because that would really, you know, put the icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, so it is hard sort of not being there that would be watching so them. incredibly difficult first of all you're convincing them then you're holding their hand through yep. the process and then not being able to see them execute that moment <laughs> that would be so difficult it is even if I'm only doing three lessons or even yep. just one lesson with people you form such a close connection with them yep. like I really connect with yeah. my couples in such a personal way so not be with them on the night and just have to wait <laughs> and yeah. hear how it goes <laughs> Is, um, is hard. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing because couples are coming to you. It's like such a raw moment where they mm. really are having to step outside their comfort. 
and be like, right, let's just strip this back. Like, let's just go all in. Because if they are only having three lessons, it's like that first lesson, it's like you got to shake all of that confidence that you don't have. You've really got to just strip that away. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's just that first lesson is really about like pulling them back and just be like, okay, let's baby steps. Yeah. Start nice and little and be vulnerable in front of me. You know, yeah. I know for a lot of people, this is scary, but I'm not going to judge. I've seen everything, you know, <laughs> I'm not worried about how you're going to dance. I've, yeah. I've seen it all, but you do need to to step outside that comfort zone, like you said, and just let everything go. And If only people could have a couple of drinks before they came yeah. to your session. <laughs> Liquid courage, you know? That's it. Well, that's always one of the questions I ask. I'm like, are you big drinkers? How much are you drinking before you get on the dance floor on the night? (laughs) If so, let's not do any lifts, you know? So true. And such a good question to ask because really, if a couple are choosing to have their first dance moment around that, you know, 8, 8 9 o'clock, often when couples do choose to have yeah. that at the night, because then you go into opening up the dance yep. floor. Oh, that is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it is one of the questions. If they are big drinkers, I'm like, well, why don't we do this after your entrance into the reception? Like, yep. why don't you put it first thing in the night, yep. get it out of the way, and then you can drink whatever you want. I love that couples are choosing to do that because the ceremony's done right they can obviously like breathe easier they can have a couple of drinks while they're getting their couple portraits and then they're able to come back and go right everyone's stoked now we're all having such a great time let's have our entrance everyone's so hyped to see them again let's just get straight into that first dance and then also as you say you don't have to worry about it no and then like it's done like I feel like everyone most nerve-wracking part of the day is the ceremony right everyone's nervous about the ceremony and then once they've done that they're like oh yeah we can breathe but then that first dance is the next thing that people stress about yeah and to have that at the end of your night Mm -hmm. so you're thinking about it all night especially if you are doing something that's a bit more choreographed yes can be terrifying (laughs) um because you're not you're on edge the whole night until that's done so yeah, yeah I love people just putting it in as they get in and then they I can love that. do it they've done yeah. it and then they can get on with the night and just and dance. I love that you're on board with that because obviously you're talking with couples about different times in which they can do it within their reception and I love that because I love more than anything that couples are choosing to change up the script yeah. because we're not here for just doing the things the way that they've been done just because right that's exactly it and I'm actually a wedding coordinator by day like that's my oh, day my day love job. this love this yeah so I just I feel like I have that insight to be like if we need to change it in the run sheet I can help you do that because I know how all of this works beautiful on the on all sides as well yeah um and not just from the first dance perspective yes well that all makes sense now because I'm like I love that you're all over it but no you're actually all over it (laughs) actually all over it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing I love that and oftentimes are people booking you for their initial service as a wedding coordinator and then kind of are you coming on board as helping them with their first dance as well? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. So I'm, I'm at a venue at the moment as yep. a like a venue coordinator. Yeah. Um, but it is my goal eventually to sort of branch off and do my own thing in the next sort of maybe 18 months or so. Yep. So if anyone's an incredible day coordinator, oh, let me know. <laughs> I love that. Shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> no, um, that's how it happens though, particularly if you have family or friends who are getting married. It's just about that starting point. So yeah. the fact that I can just see that resonate because all of a sudden we're talking about run sheets and, yeah. you know, music to my ears. Is. I love that. So, oh, how incredible. Yeah. So yeah, at a venue at the moment, but I do get a lot of couples from the venue being like, hey, we need first dance lessons. And I'll be like, yep, I can help you, which I'm very lucky. My company that I work for is very supportive of that. They're like, incredible. it's not like we can offer this. You go 
for your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, very handy. Oh, I love that. Let's get into what I'm assuming people are asking all the questions about. And they are around, do we have to have a certain style? Like how many lessons do we need? Like, do we have to have it fully choreographed? So let's go through a little bit about that. And let's also discuss your packages. So what packages do you currently offer? So I've got three packages and all of these packages are sort of designed to what couples are after in a first mm-hmm. dance. So my basic package is a one hit wonder. So it's just one lesson, one and done. This package is really designed for couples who just want to know how to look and feel comfortable on the floor. So we're going to go through how to hold each other properly. We're going to go through how to look comfortable in a sway. We're going to do a couple of twirls, that kind of thing that you can sort of chuck in where you want. And then couples are going to take those skills and they're going to put it into their dance on the night when they feel like it. So I teach them how to talk to each other as we're as we're doing the lesson and you know as they're going through their first dance to work out you know who's leading who's following when we're going to do a twirl you know they talk to each other throughout so that one hit wonder is for my last minute couples predominantly (laughs) (laughs) week before Um, the wedding it's like hey we need a little bit of help yes correct. (laughs) like you only have time to schedule in one lesson so you're going to go for the one hit wonder that's it that's exactly it and that's sort of what we what we work through so really just how to look and feel comfortable my second package is for three Mm -hmm. so my forever after package so that's three lessons and we start off a similar way with the one hit wonder so that first lesson is really about bringing it back working on some basics and how to look and feel comfortable on the floor then what I normally do is we will go through their song if they've got Mm -hmm. a song chosen and I'll sort of give them a bit of a framework throughout the routine so whether they're doing the full song whether they're doing a minute and a half whatever it is but just a loose sort of framework in the sense that if they then don't get something right on the day it's actually not going to because I haven't choreographed everything to the second but just given them an idea so that they know hey you can do a waltz step here let's practice starting the waltz step here hey we can do a dip here let's practice doing a dip here and really pinpointing parts in the music and And being confident in that dip too (laughs) (laughs) particularly for I guess you know the bride it's about knowing okay if we're dipping at this certain part of the song which is definitely going to be the moment to do a dip hold me tight yeah (laughs) yeah that's exactly it and you know and I guess that's what we what we sort of work with as well so yeah that three lessons is for for couples who don't want anything super choreographed they Mm -hmm. still want something to look fairly natural Mm -hmm. but they will have a bit of a framework so that if they want to be putting twirls and dips and lifts and that kind of thing in there, we can absolutely sort of put that in. Love that. Yeah. And then my last package is my true romantics package. So this is five lessons. And of course we can add to that if we need to as well, but I find five is generally enough. So this is more so for the couples who do want that fully choreographed routine. So couples who want it from, you know, top to bottom and we want all stops, you know, we're pulling out everything (laughs) and we want something really choreographed is what this is kind of for. So yeah, I have a lot of couples that do that and I love that because it gives us so much time to really work on everything. And and again, if you're doing a full song or a minute and a half, it doesn't matter. We can still, you know, work through that in our five lessons. And I think what the most beautiful part is, is that if a couple chooses to do, say, for example, your first package and they just need that moment to be able to be like, okay, help us feel comfortable, know how to like work the room or whatever. 
still so beautiful. Um, whereas when someone brings in a choreographed routine, you're like, oh my yeah. gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> but it's also about suiting the couple too, because if you're not that type of person to pull out a choreographed routine, then don't do it because your family, your nearest and dearest will be like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. And I'm always going to be super honest with my couples as mm. well. So if I do feel like it's not suiting them, we'll take it back and we'll start again. It's for them at the end of the day. So I want them to get up there and do something that is, is them. So I would definitely have to agree that the first dance was an afterthought for my husband and I on the night. It was pretty much like, okay, someone's calling us to do our first dance. Let's just sway together. And I'm pretty sure we just nervously giggled the whole time because we're like, (laughs) this is weird. But I had just said to my MC, I was like, can you just start inviting people on. And I will also do this as an MC and I share with my couples that I will get your mum or your dad or someone significant to come and dance with you as soon as you start looking awkward. As soon as I'm like, oh, this is getting a little pear-shaped or you just look odd, I will start to get people on the dance floor to have that moment with mum, dad, significant person. And then your wedding party. Let's throw your wedding party on because then they get that moment too, right? It's all about making those people who are a part of your day, giving them all the chances to have a part of your day, right? Um, And then usually it gets everyone else on and then you can have party song and then the dance floor is well and truly made, which is incredible. Yeah. And that's a lot of like what I do with the routine. So for the couples that are doing that minute and a half, they're always like, yeah, we just want to have it done. And then we want everyone to join in. So sometimes what I'll do is we'll finish with like a dip or we'll finish with like a lift. And I always tell them, make sure you tell your bridal party or your parents or whoever you want to join. The dip is the cue for them yes. to join. So that they've Because got you do need a, a cue, don't you? Otherwise people just stand there yeah. and you're like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Applaud us. We're yeah. done. And then everyone else is like, Do we go? Do we not? Yes. Like- <laughs> I know. It's and honestly, it's all those little moments where I'm sure, like as a venue coordinator, you see all the time. Yeah. And what I explain to people when they're considering having an MC, I'm like, oh, it is so crucial, not for the big moments because you have everyone coming in to do all the different bits and pieces for your evening, for example, catering and drinks and all of that. But it's about tying it all together and making sure that it's just all really concisely Mm -hmm. put together. So yeah, I am all for that, but I really do regret doing, not doing a choreographed routine. (laughs) I just feel like that is so me, whether it's my husband, he's probably like, oh my God, please don't make me do that. Um, But I'm sure we could have had a lot of fun with it. But, you know, it's one of those things you see it later on after your day. Um, I've had a couple of couples choose it to have as part of their reception as I've emceed. And it's just the best because I know it's happening. I think to myself, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like, can we just get to the first dance? Like, that's why I'm probably always saying, let's do it early because for my purpose. <laughs> You're like, I just want to see it. <laughs> and I swear I'm just like a dance mom, like, you know, having that moment in the yeah. corner, like filming just like with the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. And they are fun. And it is such a good way if you are doing choreographed one to get the party started. Like it yes. really gets the crowd like riled oh, up. I know. And which if you I stuff love. up, that's like the best part is because yeah. people are like, oh, this is so good. Either way, they are genuinely just stoked for you. The fact that, you know, you've put in that time and effort. Yeah. Are you ever having couple? 
couples, like parents, often I've seen a trend where, you know, the bride or the groom or whoever it may be might get like their mum or dad to do yes. the choreographed dance. Yes, I've done a couple with parents and I love it. I love having mm. the parents involved. So a couple of father-daughter dancers, they're the good ones that they, they love doing yes. choreographed routines too. I actually got engaged yesterday, um, which is really gosh. When I called my dad, he was like, I'm just worried you're going to make me do a father-daughter dance. I was like, well, I am. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, congratulations. Actually, you, you know what? As you were, like, moving your hand around, I saw this sparkly, incredible Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hold it up so I can get like a good, oh, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now we've got to dive into this. We've just got to, what happened? Uh, it was, look, my partner, we've been together for almost six years. Yes. Um, he really threw me off the scent the last couple of weeks. Um, so I had no idea, but we, we went shopping and then he was like, oh, let's go get some lunch. And we went and got some lunch from a bakery and he was like, oh, our favorite park's just around the corner. Let's yeah. go like eat it there. And I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you just nothing. I was totally yeah. nervous. And then we found a bench. We sat down on the bench, and he's like, "I've got a surprise for you." And I was like, "What?" And he pulls out a cookie. He's like, "Will you share this cookie with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, a cookie. I will." Yeah. Absolutely. That is always a yes. And it was always a yes because we love cookies. We eat them all the time. And then he was like, "Nah, I'm just kidding." And then pulled out the ring after that. And I was oh. like, <laughs> "So yeah, it was." <laughs> oh my Dang. gosh. I just can't believe the timing, right? And then all of a sudden you're on the podcast. That is incredible. Congratulations. I hope it was like the most beautiful day ever. And like how exciting you now get to plan your day. Very exciting. But I mean, look, everyone has literally been like, oh my gosh, you're going to have the best first dance. And I'm like, no pressure. There's definitely a lot of pressure now. And I recently had a bride who I was their celebrant and MC for. She's also a professional dancer professional I don't know but she's an incredible dancer right um and I was like I cannot wait for your first dance and she's like stop (laughs) and I was like yeah I know everyone's probably saying this but I am really excited what are we doing um they did do a choreographed moment um it wasn't fully um you know the whole dance as such but it was incredible it was just so beautiful you could tell that they had tried so hard it was just so amazing to watch so I love that that's like the first question that your dad (laughs) answers to (laughs) he was like I don't have to do one do I I was like yeah you do (laughs) yes you do you will be getting up how are couples choosing their first dance song Mm -hmm. so this is a a tricky one and I do often get couples coming to me being like we have like three songs that we love how do we pick a song yeah Um, So I do have a playlist that I send to couples if I'm like, depending on your vibe, have a look at this. Find something that sort of resonates with the both of you. Yeah. Think about the words in the song because I get couples that will come to me and I'm like, oh, if you listen to the lyrics, it's actually really sad. (laughs) Do we want to rethink that? about breaking up. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want to rethink that a little bit? They'll come to me and often I will get people with you know multiple songs and what we'll do during that first lesson is we'll we'll actually practice dancing to all of them Mm -hmm. and I find that that is the best way to really narrow it down if you have a couple of options just because the way you might listen to something is different to the way you'll move to something once we start we're like okay this is really fast do you want it fast do you want it slow if we want it a bit slower okay let's try one of the other options so they generally have a couple in mind when they come to me um and I think 
look, just Spotify and Instagram are the best places to find yeah. those musics depending on your, your vibe and what yeah. you're sort of going for. And I'm sure sometimes if they're bringing a song to you and they just have the one song and then they start dancing to it and you're like, oh, it's not really working, I'm sure you have like a repertoire of yes. songs that you're like, maybe you could go with this one because, you yeah. know, it's all about the way you're feeling, not necessarily the song as such. Yeah, that's exactly it. And and just how comfortable you feel sitting in that music. It really does change depending on the song and you do want to be comfortable. So if it is a song and say it's a, you know, it's it's not a 4-4 four, four beat, it's a 3-4 beat or something like that, yeah. it does feel really awkward to move to for most people because it's not normal for us. So I might be like, this is great. If we want something that's going to be a little easier to dance to, this is similar. Do you want to have a listen to this and see what you think? Just to sort of give them a bit of a bit of options. Because once you start moving to something, it does make all the difference. Yeah. And I'm sure like Spotify is great for literally searching first dance songs. And there's like people playlists. have created playlists upon playlists that you can just go to and be like, yes, this is us. Um, often you will hear the song and go, that's the one. They, they do know once they hear it and once they start moving, they're like, okay, yeah, this this feels good. Yeah. Um, and then we sort of will work with that. And it doesn't yeah. matter too much if say we get to our, say we're doing five lessons and we get to our third and they go, we've changed our minds. It's mm-hmm. actually not a problem at all. Because all the moves that we can do, we can transfer. Yeah, so amazing. It might need a tweak here and there, but we can transfer our steps. They all stay the same. Yeah. Um, so it's not a problem if people yep. do change their mind a little later down the track. Yeah. And so do couples need to choose a certain style um, of dance? No, not at all. We can do you can do anything. So yeah. I had a couple recently and the girl was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had a bit of dance experience and they did September by Earth, Wind and Fire. So yes. really like upbeat. Yeah. So we, we had so much fun putting this yeah. routine together. And um, so that was, yeah, really upbeat, really lively. And then I have couples who come to me with like really slow songs and they just want like a beautiful waltz and a bit of yeah. a sway and things like that. And we can sort of work to either because again the steps are pretty similar and I will tailor them and, and alter them based on the music and based on our vibe but essentially everything is pretty much the same in terms yeah. of the steps um so you can change that vibe a little yeah. bit I love when couples choose to do just like something really slow and easy and it looks like it's not choreographed and then the song changes yes and it's like <laughs> yes <laughs> They're my favorite. Sometimes I get stuck on TikTok or Instagram reels and I'm just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I spent 20 minutes just watching these like first dance songs? It's the best. I mean, yeah, you could watch them forever. I love them. (laughs) So how far do you think couples should be booking out um, if they're choosing you or someone else in their area to help them with first dance lessons? Um, As you say, there's the one hit wonders who are calling you a week before. Or off, like, yeah. yeah, full <laughs> panic. Uh, what's like a good timeline? I think two to three months is perfect. Mm-hmm. But again, it does depend on on sort of what you're after. If you're doing that sort of three lesson, we want not super choreographed, but we want some framework. Two to three months is perfect. That gives yeah. us enough time to teach you something and for it to settle into mm-hmm. your body. And that way, by the time the wedding comes around, you're not even thinking about what you're doing. Yeah. You're just doing it. Yeah. If you're wanting something a little more choreographed, I'd say four to five months is perfect. I think it takes a lot less work than people think it does. People like tend to overcomplicate it, um, but you really do only need a couple of months and a few lessons. So just to give it time to really sit 
in your body. Yeah. Wow. And I guess, you know, it is up to the couple then to keep practicing and to stay on that and be like, right, every week, let's set some time aside and not leave it to last minute. And then have had those lessons all those months ago. And then a week out be like, oh my God, let's go again. (laughs) Uh, Which look, it happens. But again, I always tell them it doesn't actually take that much work. So I always ask how many nights a week are you home together? Let's say they say three, four nights a week, they're, they're home together. Then I'll say on those three nights a week, do it twice. Yeah. Two run throughs, five minutes, done. Yeah. That's all you need. It doesn't take much. It really yeah. doesn't take much. Yeah. A couple times a week. Yeah. Not a problem. You'll be fine. And so do you go to couples homes or are they coming to a studio or how does that work? So I have two options available. So I'm based in Sydney. So mm-hmm. I do um, at-home lessons and I do studio lessons at the moment based in Crow's Nest. So that just depends on what the couple's most comfortable with, what kind of space they're working with at home and how we can sort of work between the two. So I've gone all over the place. I will yes. travel. <laughs> yes. Um, if, if people want me to travel to them, that's not a problem. I'm happy to do at-home lessons. Yep. But, yeah, then I've got that studio in Crow's Nest. So a nice sort of central location to most people in Sydney, yep. which is nice and handy. And sometimes it's about the space and also having, like, mirrors to be yes. able to, like, watch yourself and be like, is that what we look like? Yeah. <laughs> Let's add five more lessons on double what we've got. (laughs) Mirrors are so handy. They really are. Uh, But I do record everything as well. So we film everything that we do because that's a really good reference for people to go, oh, I don't like the way that looks on me. Can we change that? You know, that kind of thing as well. So we do make sure we film everything, but mirrors are handy. What's the feedback that couples are sharing with you after their day? So they've had that moment. They're obviously not going to message you at their reception. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably, <laughs> I would. I would be so proud that I'm going to Some be have. Like, yeah, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they just, yeah, filled with so much delight? They are. It's a really fun moment of the wedding to be part of because it is just such a fun happy moment for the two of them so yes the feedback is always amazing that they loved it and everybody went wild and you know that's my favorite to hear that kind of feedback yeah incredible what is one piece of advice that you can share with couples who are on their wedding planning journey oh don't forget your first dance (laughs) just remember to schedule that in yeah schedule that in You do want to think about it and Mm -hmm. you want to think about where you're going to put it in the night. If you've got any questions, you want to book someone who's going to be able to give you those answers. So think about it a couple months beforehand. And my advice is to to let it be a moment for the two of you. Those Mm -hmm. last few months of wedding planning are really hectic when everything's piling up, the bills are piling up, your vendors want answers to things. It's a lot for the two of you to go through. So use those dance lessons as quality time together. I love that. Yeah. Because it is so important because, yeah, as you say, the lead up is wild. And I don't Mm -hmm. think people talk about this enough Mm -mm. because you only go through it once. And then all of a sudden you almost just like put that whole wedding away the line out of your mind and you're like let's be done with that um but I've had brides message me before and being like oh my gosh I am just so overwhelmed there is so much decision fatigue I can't answer one more question because I just don't know the answer and I remember feeling that myself getting to our venue on the day prior to our wedding because we stayed there the night before um and we had all of our wedding party with us and it was amazing but people were asking me questions and I was just like 
I don't care because <laughs> I don't want to answer one more question. Like it's just a lot, isn't it? So it's about, as you say, finding those times prior to your wedding to make sure you make it down the aisle. <laughs> That's it. And just to have some fun in all of that. Like like you said, that decision fatigue and all the stress that comes with it. it it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. But you want to find those moments where you can still be a couple and you can still have fun. And that's what I love about first dance lessons is I get to see couples just being themselves and forgetting about everything else for a bit and just focusing on something that is joyful. Yes. Oh, I love that advice. Now, where can couples find you and book you for their day? Is it best to find you over on Instagram, through your website? What works for you? Look, I will take anything. I will take any lead I get, but Instagram is great because then they can have a bit of a look at, you know, what I'm doing. So I'm at B squared and underscore. And then my website, there's a link to that through there and there's contact forms and all my pricing and packages and all of that as well. So that's it. Lots of places to find me. Now, before we go, let's just dive a little bit into your wedding planning journey. (laughs) What, uh, what's the go? Like where from here? I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Such a beautiful time in your such a big milestone to be a part of with your partner. So, so special. Very exciting. We we don't know where we're going from here just yet. Um, yeah. So, so you're we, definitely not one of those, um, you know, fiancés that like almost have everything planned and then it's like, okay, let's just move ahead now. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Obviously, I'm in the wedding industry yeah. a lot. So I, in the back of my head, know what I'm doing. But now that I'm faced with actually doing it, I'm like, I'm like oh, <laughs> it's actually my turn now. This is a lot. Yeah. I'm like, I guess we'll start with a guest list and yeah. see how much I can cut it down. Yes, I know. And we've spoken before you'll have to go back and listen to all the episodes of Oso Smitten and I guess it is about having those initial chats with your partner and just saying what do we want like how much money are we willing to spend who do we want there a part of our day and it's just yeah all those initial chats but make it fun and make it a date night and just all indulge in all the love we will we're very excited so congratulations (laughs) to you again I cannot believe the timing oh how special and I'm sure you just had the best time I remember getting engaged and just having a smile on my face for like weeks and weeks and just everywhere I went I would just fling that ring around and like you know you didn't even need to use your left hand but I was like oh sorry did you get that or you know even driving the amount of times I nearly crashed because I just couldn't stop looking looking at it (laughs) I know oh I just giving me all the flashbacks so congratulations to you. you and thank you so much for joining me and chatting with me today Brooke it has been so beautiful as I said it's a tradition that I don't want to see go it is such a special moment so thank you for taking the time to chat and share with the listeners about how they can incorporate it into their day and just feel confident and comfortable yeah thank you so much for having me like we've I mean like we've discussed it is such a special moment and you want to get up there and feel like your best self and not be nervous about it and I think lessons are the best way to prepare you for that oh I love that thank you so much no worries thank you Now, lovers, that is all there is time for today. I hope you adored this episode just as much as I did. As you indulge, be sure to share away on your socials, tagging at ohsosmitten underscore so I can feature you and, of course, do a sneaky follow and stalk on your wedding day. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. 
five-star, of course, and share the love of the podcast to those who are about to walk down the aisle. Be sure to check out and join the official Spit and Love book over on Facebook. These are our people because remember, no one loves talking about your wedding day more than those about to say I do. I'm here to make your day that little bit more intentional and curated with all the finer details. Within this community, choose kindness. And as always, I acknowledge the land in which I'm recording this podcast. I can't wait to chat next week, lovers. Bye-bye.